Welcome back. This is the soft count. Just finished up watching the sprint race for the Formula One race. Um, Formula One race this weekend. It, it was okay. Ferrari's just like kicking their own asses. It's so stupid. Carlos Sainz thinks he's the guy, but it's like, no, Carlos, you're the second driver. But they haven't. They just some teams just don't like to establish that hierarchy. And Ferrari's one of them. They just don't know what to do about it. They have no concept of how to establish that kind of hierarchy in their in their driver's room. Same, like You look at Red Bull, it's like clear. Verstappen's one, Perez is two. And you can go down the line of all these drivers. Like It's always been this way. Mercedes, the same way. Lewis is one, Russell's two. Even, even when Russell's doing well, he understands. Everybody knows. Ferrari, even when they had Vettel... And Leclerc, like, they didn't know. They let him race. And what that does is it allows Verstappen to just, like, pull away into the fucking sunset while these two guys are battling it out. It's just a total bummer to watch. I think we'll see more of the same tomorrow. I think Verstappen's just going to pull right away and, and win the race, probably lead from start to finish. But tonight is UFC. So let's get to some let's get to some fight talks. You know, You know what it is, right? So the first fight of the night is probably, to me, looks like the most likely upset. Let me bring over, uh, sorry, you might hear my mouse, as usual. should probably look into just getting a little pad so you guys don't hear that, but I don't know. Now I'm getting kind of fond of it. So uh, Karkramanov is plus 102 against Ronnie Lawrence. I'm going to take the upset at plus 102. Let's put that in here. Boom. I like Kennedy a lot. He's minus 159. Ninchukwu. He's fighting Carl Robertson at plus 130. I think Kennedy should probably be minus 200. He is a lot bigger. Give me him at minus 159. I like that. The third fight of the night is one of the only fights I'll probably not tell you which to pick. Because there's there's nothing to pick there. Outside of if you think there'll be an upset. David Onama is minus 900. That's like not, there's no money there. And if you put it on your ticket, even if you put it on a long parlay, it's like it doesn't help the parlay unless Garrett Armfield wins. Now, obviously, I'm going to I'm gonna have a couple parlays with Garrett Armfield winning this fight. On my main tickets, you know, I'm, I'm just going to avoid this fight for the most part unless, you know, I have a ticket with Garrett winning. And, and the reason is, is like I said, if, if the – what they expect to happen happens. There's no money to be made. But Garrett Armfield's a little bit shorter. He's a white guy with cauliflower ear. He's clearly a wrestler. And when you look at David Onama, his ears are fine. He's not a wrestler. He's a stand-up fighter. And so you wonder if there's a path to victory for Garrett to kind of wrestle this guy to a decision, which would be real sweet. So watch out for that. He's plus 560, you know. You take it, take it or leave it. Treshawn Gore, when I first watched these guys kind of getting ready, him and Cody Brunage were getting into it at the on the podium. But I'm going to take Cody. I, I've switched my – I was initially with Treshawn Gore, and I've kind of gone to Cody Brunage now. He's plus 114. Antonio Shevchenko is minus 179 against Courtney Casey. I'm going to take uh, Antonia, Antonina, however the fuck you say her name. You know, she's the sister of the champ. Ricky Tercios is my guy. He won the Ultimate Fighter. He's minus 213. Give me him. I think the Michael Johnson train ends with Jamie Malarkey. Jamie Malarkey is minus 244. Go ahead and give me him. 
Cynthia Calvillo is uh, minus 145. I think she gets it done. The next fight's interesting. It's the Chase Sherman-Jared Vendera fight. It's I feel like this was a canceled fight. I've watched Jared fight a couple times now. He's the dude with the pentagram on his neck, and he paints his fingernails black. He's like a fucking industrial metal dude, <laughs> it seems like. I don't know. And Chase Sherman... You know, when you see Chase, you look at his body type and you're like, oh, man, this guy's going to be fucking awesome. And he just never is. So, I I don't know. I don't know. Give me Jared. Jared's an impressive fighter. He's got really strong hands. Syed Magomedov, probably going to get it done at minus 400. There's some money on the other side of that bet if you think the other guy can get it done. I'm just not sure. Uh, this Barajo guy, Cal Barajo, the last time I watched him fight, he was fantastic. He's minus 250. He's horribly ugly. He's got a really bad tattoo on his neck. He is everything you want. <laughs> minus 250. Give him. Give him to me. This last fight of the night I've thought about over and over and over again. And, uh, you know, I've, Dos Anjos is always the underdog. You know, he's always plus 150, plus 175. Nobody believes he can do what he does, and then he goes in there and does it. And so it's like, man. And my problem with Fiziev over the last two years is just I feel like his fighting style doesn't – his his skill sets are not improving. His body's improving. Like, he looks better every time you see him. Like, he is fucking jacked. And you notice he didn't take his jacket off at the, at the ceremonial weigh-in. You know, he's – He's got to fall under the guys that are suspect for steroid use. He has to. Him, Michael Chandler, there's just certain guys you look at and you're like, there's just no fucking way. And this guy, Rafael Fiziev, is one of them. I mean, and if he is an all-natural dude, I mean, it's it's impressive. But Dos Anjos is in great shape, and he's probably one of the most skilled fighters in that division. It's going to be a five-round fight, which, uh, which you know plays into Dos Anjos' hands. I just really think Fiziev is when I first saw him fight, I was like, oh my God, this guy is incredible. I got it. I love him. But man, I just I'm gonna take Dos Anjos at plus one seventy five. I, I kinda like it. All right, let's talk some parlays. Parlays. I got a nice parlay for the safe betters out there if you want to just turn uh have a quick little turn here. I like Kennedy. Ninchukwu. <laughs> I can't bear it. These names, man, they just get me every time. I like Kennedy at minus 159. Treshawn Gore at minus 139. And Shevchenko at minus 179. Three favorites, $100, will get you $437. That's a plus 337 bet, and you're taking three favorites. I'm giving you guys, last week we went for a crazy parlay, and then there was a no contest in it. Then we we hit the second leg of it, and then the last leg was just a joke. So the whole thing was crazy. I'm giving you guys some safer bets for, for some of the other guys out there. Uh, $100 into 400 plus 337, three fights. Another two-way parlay. Jared Vandera by KO. That's a plus 180. And I, I see that being likely. And you got to remember, some of you guys that are just new to fighting, if the referee stops the fight, if he, like, waves the fight off, that's a KO. A TKO, a KO, those all count the same in gambling. I had somebody DM me recently about that, the question of, like, if the ref stops it, is that still a KO? The answer is yes. So those are the kind of the amateur betters out there, the new guys coming in. That counts as a KO. So, if like, if Vandera gets on top and starts 
fucking hammer fisting down and the ref stops it. That That's a knockout. So let's say that happens. Plus 180. Love it. And then I'm going to take Dos Anjos by... I actually picked the... I selected the wrong guy here. I like Dos Anjos by a decision. And that is plus 420. So if you take uh, Dos Anjos by decision, Jared Vandera by KO... Hundred bucks will get you fifteen hundred dollars. That's a pretty hot bet. It's only two things. Vandera is very likely to happen, and I think Dos Anjos, he's probably either going to win by a submission or a or a decision if he can get it done. So when we log in, we do our weekly dollar bet on all the favorites. That's plus twelve thousand. That'll get you one hundred and twenty-one dollars this week. So we'll see. I actually kind of like the all the favorites this week. There's only a couple upsets I really see being a possibility. All the favorites looks nice this week. Keep an eye out. Keep an eye out. So, yeah, there's our fight night pickups. So, Wimbledon's men is on uh, Sunday. It's going to be sweet. Along with the same with the race, the Formula One race. Wimbledon's, the women's final was today, and a chick from uh, Kazakhstan won. She was, I didn't, I just, like I said, none of them caught my eye as somebody that I was interested in. Not that they weren't, they didn't have any ability or any of the women aren't great. They clearly are. They're fantastic to watch. There's actually been a different women's, what is it, um, Wimbledon champion for the last six years in a row. That's kind of crazy. It just shows you how hard it is to be some of these greats that have won like 24 majors and shit. Like, the Wimbledon women's champion has been a different person six years in a row. I think this is the seventh, even. Pretty amazing. I'm kind of all in on Kyrgios right now. Let's take a look at the odds. He's been kind of my guy, and at this point, I just like him so much. And uh, what's his name? Novak had a long match yesterday. It really went the distance. Yeah, Kyrgios is plus 310. That's not as bad as I thought it would be. I thought Novak would be like minus 800, Kyrgios plus 600, something like that. But Nick being plus 300, I think that's because Novak had such a long match yesterday. It went a couple hours. And Nick's had a couple days off to rest now, so that's pretty big. It's actually really big. Man, that would be special. And Nick is really good on grass, and he has beat Novak before on grass. So he has has a chance. He's stronger. He's also a little bit crazy. It's funny. These two guys. So Novak never really was a bad guy. He just seemed like a really kind of reserved champion. And then COVID hit and he became an anti-vaxxer and he became the villain of tennis. And people hate him now. You know, he's like the Joker. He's a fucking bad guy. Well, Nick's a bad guy too, right? He's viewed as one of the bad guys of the league. So now we've got two villains going up against each other. And I think what you're going to find in the tennis world is people would rather cheer for Novak, the anti-vaxxer, than Nick Kyrgios, who's, you know, not really white. <laughs> Which is why, you know, they're, all, they're, gonna, they're still going to cheer for Novak, who to me is just like the ulti- ultimate villain. I just don't like Novak at all. He carries himself in a way that he reminds me of the F1 Formula One like principles where it's like you think he's this guy that's in total control and he's he's this man above, above others emotionally. And then, you know, you see him leave the Olympics and just totally leave his partner out there, his, his doubles partner out there to dry because he lost the men's singles. So he just left. 
he doesn't get vaccinated because he's clearly uneducated and he's a fucking idiot. There's just so many things about this dude that I hate more than anything. All under the guise of I'm a little bit better than everybody and I'm I'm super elite. And it's like, eh, you're kind of just a cunt. And Nick Kyrgios, I hope, goes in there and kicks your fucking ass to the booing crowd that hates him. Like, everybody hates Nick. I hope he just fucking smokes him. No coach, no fucking, no friends, no allies, nothing. And he's just talking shit the whole time. I'm, I'm just praying for it. Plus 310, give me Nick Kyrgios to win the Wimbledon men's singles tomorrow. And give me Max Verstappen. He's, I think Max is like minus 150 to win the race tomorrow. That's like easy money. He's just been dominant. Nobody can catch him. You can dump some money on Max. You can dump some money on whoever you want. But Nick, this is a I'm betting on him with my soul, not my uh, not my brain. My heart is with Nick Kyrgios. And those of you that hate him, I love that even more. Like you, you look like an idiot. Novak's the real fucking bitch. Let's go, Nick. We're in for a couple good nights of some sweet shit, man. I uh, UFC tonight. Tune in tomorrow. The race Wimbledon. Two days of just nonstop action, and it's funny, you know. A lot of people will tell you, "Oh, the NFL season's over. We just got baseball." It's like, man, baseball's not even sweet yet. It's not even All Star Weekend yet. Like, I don't give a shit about baseball. There's a bunch of people that I just don't care yet. I really don't. And so, to me, you know, Wimbledon's Wimbledon's been awesome. I didn't think I was going to be talking about it as much, but man, has it been really entertaining. And the U.S. Open's coming up, so I guess I'm going to be talking a little tennis. I mean, fuck it. It's great. And then Formula One, yeah. So hit me up on my uh hit me up on the DMs. I got some more questions starting to roll in. I'm, I'll answer them as I go. And like I said, if you hate me, go ahead and send me a message about how much you fucking hate me and I'll read it out loud. It'd be my pleasure. Super stoked that we've got a nice little community going. Uh to the European fans. Hope to talk to you guys soon. Hit me up. Peace. <laughs>